am so excited today because I have with me Steve and LaShawn McKay, who, audience, you're not going to believe this, sold their belongings, quit their jobs, sold their home in Newport News, and then moved to South America. LaShawn and Steve, welcome to the Platinum Passport Podcast. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Glad to be here. Yes. Before we get into the story about how you all moved to Ecuador, I wanted to know, how did you two meet? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, way, way, way back in uh, 1997, I was in the Army. I was stationed at Fort Benning, Georgia, and she was working at the mall. I went in there and with the intention of getting a phone number, and she ended up selling me some stuff I didn't need. <laughs> that was the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So then you built a life together, had family. What was your life like before you made the decision to move to another country? You could say it was pretty typical. You know, I got out of the uh, military in 1999. We got married in 1998. So I decided that I don't want to re-enlist. We moved to Virginia. I had grown up most of my life. So I took her from Georgia to Virginia. <laughs> and that was a big difference for her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess you say we kind of had a, you know, typical life. You know, we were young, young couple with young kids. And, and it was definitely a learning experience. I moved away from my family to Virginia. So it was just us mm. with two kids. And I'm in a new environment, a new area. And I have no friends. Of course, his family was there, but it was brand new. So before I moved to Virginia, he stayed in Georgia because he was still enlisted. So I'm in a whole new place with two kids without him. Oh, wow. Fast forward, it was a learning experience for both of us because we were young, yeah. trying to figure things out, purchasing a house. Yeah, it happened to when we purchased our first home in 2001. I got laid off two months before the closing. I was working at Gateway Computers in Hampton. They laid everybody off. Luckily, you know, everything went through. Yeah, everything. Our first homes. So from there, you know, we've been still learning. Mm -hmm. As we get older, we're evolving. He took me to Dubai, my first trip international, which was <laughs> 13 hours. And I was terrified. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. I did not sleep. Oh, my I goodness. Was just like, oh, my anxiety was out the roof. And when we got there, it was so mm. peaceful. It was beautiful. We we were not in the new Dubai. And then like kind of like the older area. Yeah. I had been to the Middle East before, so I kind of knew what we, what I was expecting. It was an experience for her because she felt like from that day, she was like, man, I, I wouldn't mind living in a place like this somewhere outside of the United States. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's interesting to me that there seems to be this sense of adventure Mm -hmm. around your life, right? Because you leave Georgia, come to Virginia. <laughs> and yes. in particular for you, LaShawn, not really knowing anyone here in Virginia, except for Steve and his family, and then to go to Dubai. And then you're like, but hey, you know what? I could live in a country like that. This sense of adventure, has that always been a part? Would you say both of your DNA or it just kind of evolved over time? My dad was in the military, so... I was born in North Carolina. I lived in Alaska. Then I came to Virginia. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I was in several different places when I was in the military. Moving around doesn't affect me the way it may affect some people. I'm not the type of person that's, I'm so attached to where I am that I don't want to leave. As far as being adventurous, you know, when we were a young couple, we didn't really have the money 
to do a lot of the things that we were able to when we got older. But we were still adventurous. Yeah, we were adventurous. We tried to do a lot. You know, we did a lot of fishing, you know, traveling, you know. Camping with the kids. Camp, yeah. So, you know, once they got old enough, then we were like, okay. <laughs> Let's get we're really jetting. adventurous now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why did you decide to pack up and move to Ecuador? Ecuador was not our first choice. Right. Okay. We were looking to go to Panama. Mm. And, you know, he had done all the research for yeah. Panama. And I was like, wait a minute. Let's not just look at one place. Let's yeah. look at this place. Like Ghana? Costa Rica, Ghana, Ecuador. Well, Ecuador kept coming up as a place to retire. Mm. And it just so happens that one of her one of my friends. co-workers or friends mm-hmm. was Ecuadorian. That kind of sealed the deal. Right. Because we had already <laughs> booked a trip. We'd already booked a trip to Panama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Panama City, we're going to uh, do, do an exploratory trip in Panama. Well, talking mm-hmm. to her friend, she's like, well, you need to come to Ecuador. So come to Ecuador after your trip to Panama. So we said, well, look, Panama ended up changing some of their visa rules and everything. So we just canceled that trip and then changed it to Ecuador and end up kind of just fell in love with it. Oh, my gosh. She yeah. took us to so no, many places. So many places. We started off in Guayaquil. Yeah. And then we went to Cuenca and then we came back and then she brought us to Salinas. We went to Ayangue. Yeah, went up the coast a little bit. Yeah, it's, went up the coast. It was just gorgeous. Yeah, and the food was great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just to back up, you asked like what what made us do this? Yes. Um, I'm <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah, we got on the sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this idea came about during the pandemic. We were at the point where we were, you know, financially we were fine. You know, the kids yeah. were adults. We were actually looking at getting a new boat Oh yeah, we love fishing. We, we love had, fishing. We, we wanted kayaks to sail and, and stuff already. like that. So, so yeah, we wanted a new boat, and I don't know whatever reason at that point finding a new boat was hard mm-hmm. during the beginning of the pandemic. Luckily, I, I did not purchase that boat because the very next idea I had was, what if I'm able to retire early and not even like retire because I can't get my retirement. I'm not old enough, and I didn't have enough years with the city of Newport News yet. But what if I could come up with an idea? Yeah. To, Sustain us. Right. We can right. quit work. Yeah. And especially like like I said, the pandemic was raging at that point. You know, she was working from home and I still had to go into work, but it was different. And this was the first time we could actually spend every day with so each yes, other. Yeah. Together. Yeah, we never had we never had matching schedules for twenty five years. We never had matching Stop schedules. Stop it. For yeah. twenty five years? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we never had matching schedules. And so being home for that year. You find out if you really like a person. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? Close and encounter. So, <laughs> we were fine. You know, I enjoyed being home with him. We did more things together and it felt great. Yeah. I wanted that. I'm like, this is what we need. Right. Because oh. it's stressful. I was driving an hour and sometimes yeah. an hour and a half to work. Because she was driving from, you know, Denby and Newport News to downtown Norfolk. Norfolk. Okay. And, you know, how the Hampton Rose Bridge yes, tunnel I is, do. and the Monitor Merrimack, you got two, and, or you take the James River. That's right. So I was really over it. And not only that, I had been in quite a few car accidents, traveling to and from. That was causing me anxiety. You know, just the stress of what was going on in the States, looking at the news, and it just seems like I was getting more and more and more depressed. Mm. And it felt like everything was closing in on me. When he brought the idea to me, I was like, yeah. yeah she didn't hesitate, which surprised no, me. No hesitation. Wow. I thought I was going to talk her into it. Right. Yeah. No, there was no hesitation. 
And I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, because I'm a very like decision oriented person. If I make a decision, I go with it. So like I kind of made up my mind, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to have to drag her, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she was just with it right away. And I was like, okay, well, that was easy. Um, so now we got to figure out exactly where we're going. So when you made this decision, LaShawn in particular, you talked about how you felt like things were closing in on you and what was happening in the States. Was it just the pandemic or what else was contributing to that decision? Part of it was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The other part is seeing Black people getting killed mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You got the George Floyd, mm-hmm. you know, the Breonna Taylor, all of these things. And it was emotionally taxing on me. Mm-hmm. And I felt connected to all of that because I'm a Black person, I'm a Black woman, and then I have two kids. We have a boy and a girl Mm -hmm. and we have grandkids and hearing throughout the years, oh, go back to your country. I got to the point where you don't want me here. Mm. You don't want me here. Why do I want to be here? Mm. And because I don't want to be anywhere someone doesn't want me. Mm -hmm. And so when he brought this, it was like, yes, thank you. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. So did either one of you speak Spanish? No. No. So you were willing to move to a country that you didn't even speak the language. What was that like? Well, we started trying to do like little lessons online. Um, We hired uh, tutors online. Yeah, that was helpful. They they were Ecuadorian, so that was really helpful. When we did our trip, it was September of 2021. We realized that like, yeah, we're really poor at Spanish. But... (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, there's, there's a universal rule around the world that, like, you know, kind of money talk. So if, you, if you're paying for something, you can usually figure out a way. When it comes to other things, you know, just Google Translate or yeah. getting somebody who does speak. Oh, not, not only that, some people are really friendly. If yeah. they see you trying to yeah. converse with someone and you're not, your Spanish is terrible, they will come over right. and they speak, they're bilingual, they will help you. Right. Or they'll come and bring their phone and try to translate. Like yeah. I've seen like people just walk up to me and try to help. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. so different here. Has your Spanish improved? Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I, I'm not fluent. No, neither one of us. I'm not fluent. She knows more actual Spanish words than I do. I hear it and understand it better. He hears it better than me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did you share? this decision (laughs) with your friends and your family and what in the world was their response (laughs) i'm gonna let you go first because you're more easier (laughs) right well for my friends and you know co-workers it was more of a kind of like happy for you Mm -hmm. that's something that i wish i could do kind of thing or like well that's really nice not something i would do but that's really cool you know i hope you know wish the best for you and as far as my family, they were all really supportive about it. Really? Yeah, my like you know, my parents, my sister, cousins, you know, they were all really supportive about it. They were excited for me. But like, your family travel. My family just we're, we're kind of used to that stuff. It's the same as if I was still in the military and I was away in another country for years. It's really no different. The kids, it wasn't quite as easy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't quite as easy. Okay, so friends, coworkers, very excited. So very supportive. Family, it was up and down. I have four siblings. My oldest brother, he traveled. He was in the Air Force. Okay. The other three siblings, 
and myself, we never traveled anywhere unless it was just to another state. I've always wanted to leave Georgia growing up. You know, I've been to surrounding states, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, but that was it. My brother being in the Air Force, you know, he went to Okinawa, Japan. He's been all over. So I always wanted to travel because he traveled. He saw different things. He saw other parts of the world. I hadn't. When I left Virginia, it was hard on my family. I'm only, what, three or four states over. You can come visit. When you left Georgia. and When I left Georgia. Right, gotcha. So now telling them I'm moving to the other side of the country. Of the world. Of the world. (laughs) 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 They're like, my brother, he was like, yeah, you know, I support you. Mm-hmm. You're grown. You, I'm pretty sure you did the research. I support you. Mm-hmm. My middle sister wasn't happy. She was like, she felt like she was losing a friend. We got, we still Technology is different now. Yeah. It's not just a phone call. I can see you. We can talk, you know. <laughs> and my oldest sister, she was like, oh, that sounds you know, kind of scary. I'm like, what's scary mm-hmm. about it? Mm-hmm. It's more scary staying here in the States than going there. But now they're all on board because they have no choice. <laughs> but, you know, I check in with them. They call, I call them and everything is going well. Every, you know, we're all good. But the kids was. It took it, a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. It, it affected me. A lot. Yes. I, I was going to say with your kids, did they feel like, why are you all leaving us? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and what they, you know, we try to make, get them to understand is that we're not leaving y'all. Yeah. You know, it's that mm-hmm. we're just trying to make a better life for ourselves where mm-hmm. we don't have the stress of work and wanting to basically be in a, a, a retirement mode. Yeah. 20 years early okay so that we're young enough to actually enjoy living a kind of a retirement life and able to travel like we want it took a little longer for them but i think they finally came on board (laughs) well they're trying or they're just say okay they're not changing their mind my example was to them is that like look what if one of you were in the military got a job in another country across or in california or something like Mm -hmm. that you know, we would hardly ever see you unless, you know, it's a phone call or you come and visit for a holiday. So it's really no different because we're going to fly back at least once a year to see yeah. everyone. So, you know, don't look at it like, oh, y'all left. I'm like, well, you know, it's look at it the other way around. You could have done the same thing. We're not going to say that you left. I understand that families are very open to you've been in the military leaving, staying away four or five years. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they feel like you're going to come back. You mm-hmm. may like where you are and start and stay. They're not going to feel a certain way about that. But when you just say, oh, I'm quitting my job and I'm moving to another country. You left us. You left yeah, us. it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not leaving you. I just want to go somewhere where I can have a sense of peace. Do you feel like that you are missing out on anything with your grandkids? Or do you feel very connected via Zoom and all these other things technologically that are available? Yeah, yeah. yeah we still um, keep in touch with them. and and. I know that's like maybe like the hardest part. Yeah. Another example I gave LaShawn was that when I was young and I moved to Alaska, you know, I didn't see my grandmother for two years before we went home for a visit. And then it was like another year or so after that. Technology was different in the 80s. You know, we couldn't just pick up the phone 
and call long distance from Alaska to North Carolina was How crazy. <laughs> right, and, you know, right. There was no video calling. So you had to send letters. Yeah. Letters and pictures. Yeah. Each of you, I want you to answer this question. What have you learned about yourself during this experience? Let you go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to step outside the box. I'm willing to step outside of my comfort zone and trust the person I'm with because you have to trust who you with, who you're making that step with. They're going to have your back and you're going to have their back. I thought about the, that the other day. I was like, wow, that's a lot of trust. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of trust. And also you like this person right. to do that with. And like we're around each other 24 7, 365 Pretty days. Pretty much. Yeah, unless mm -hmm. one of us is at the gym or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with that because we still give each other space. He'll come and check on me and like, are you okay? Are you good? I'm good. I trust this person and I'm willing to take a chance to see something else other than what I've seen the last 49 years mm -hmm. and see what the world has to offer. I'm okay with that. And I know that what I saw on television in the States mm -hmm. is not what I see here. For me, I felt like I've been lied to. That's not what's really happening all over Ecuador. It mm -hmm. may be happening in certain parts. Right. Well, you but get you get ideas of what like other countries look like right. and how it is when it's really like you only see the bad images. You don't really see all the good stuff. Because this country is beautiful. It's so beautiful that I'm like, wow, I missed out on this. Interesting. I don't know if I really learned much about myself being here because I feel like I'm just being more of the person that I was already. Nothing really bothers me. No. Nothing really stresses me. <laughs> so it's just, it's just giving me an opportunity to just be more of who I already was. Mm -hmm. He's so laid back. Yeah. I'm, and and I, like I'm laid back to I'm laid back about things that cause stress. Like she'll tell you, I, he if, if it's going to cause me stress, I will avoid it. Like why do things that cause you stress? There's a reason I quit my job. I said, why am I doing something that's stressful to me? Was, what's, what's the point? If I don't have to, if I have to, I have to, but if I don't have to, why am I doing it? He'll tell me in a minute. Right, it's going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. Like why are you stressing? <laughs> it's not that important. It's not that important. It's not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> and I will hear, oh my God. What? And he was like, calm down. Just chill. Please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just chill. It's all right, right? Yeah. So how has this experience affected your marriage relationship, would you say? It's just kind of strengthened it because back in the States, you know, we both had vehicles. If she wanted to go somewhere, she'd just get in the car and go. Mm -hmm. Or me, i get in the car and go. Right here, it's like we have to be together most of the time. We're, we're protecting each other. Mm. And it's not saying that it's just dangerous out here or anything, but it's just like we're always around each other. So it kind of just strengthens that bond that we already had. To me, I just feel like it, it strengthened it. I agree. Yeah. You know, we still argue, of course. You know? Of course. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Right. It's still the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you go in the other room, please? <laughs> oh, that's funny. What has surprised each of you the most about your spouse? during this great adventure? Hmm, I like to know. Oh, let me see. <laughs> he said he liked it now. <laughs> well, I can tell you that what surprised me about her is her willingness to do things that I would think that she would never do 
in the States, going places like we were in Bali and the villa we were staying in, like it was geckos everywhere. Mm. And just the fact that she was able to sleep in that thing for two weeks, yeah, you know, that, that surprised me, <laughs> yeah. totally surprised me. She still can't deal with cats and small animals, but <laughs> just the things that she's willing to do, the adventurousness, yeah. it's, it's definitely elevated since we, since we moved. I had to learn to adapt with a lot of things here. Yeah. You know, because like there are geckos, there are cats, but not as many. Yeah. So I like to know what you uh, were surprised about about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think he's overprotective. I didn't have that. I didn't sense that in the States because Mm -hmm. I guess the freedom. But here it's almost like I see him, if I'm behind him, his turn just to make sure I'm still there. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm walking on a uh, side of the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she has this thing about walking. We're walking down the street. I'm uh-huh. on the sidewalk side and she's kind of like on the street side. I'm like, what are you doing? Get over here. Get over. So let's switch places. Like, what? It's fine. Like, no, it's not fine. It just takes one crazy person to drive and hit you. Like, just get over here. And I'm like, how is it any different? They will hit you. That's okay. So I see that side of him that surprises me. Like he's moving me. Like, like okay. <laughs> His thought process is on me so much that I have to like, okay, let me ease some of this uh, me causing him stress. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, so you all have been in Ecuador for how long now? A year this week. Oh, really? Yeah. This is your anniversary? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. What would you have changed about this move? Ooh, I would have did it sooner. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I would have did it sooner. Yeah. The way things happened and kind of lined up, it was kind of perfect. Because of the pandemic and then the, like, sharp increase in home values Mm -hmm. and the equity that we had in our house and everything kind of just lined up perfectly. Happening when it did was beneficial to us. Yeah. But if we could, we would have done this sooner, much wow. sooner. Yeah. Even when your kids were younger, you probably would have moved to another country just to have this full if, experience. If that, was, if that was possible, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially give them that sense of being abroad yeah. and yes. seeing a different way of life. Like this is not the only yeah. way to do things. You can go here, you can live, you can do those same things here, but at a cheaper or inexpensive way. Yeah. With the life that you have there now in Ecuador, what does a normal day look like for you all? Ooh, what is normal? Because <laughs> we don't really have schedule. So as far as our like our YouTube channel, like we may plan a video for that day. You know, we'll shoot it and I'll edit it. It'll, it'll take me like most of the day because I'm watching YouTube videos in between instead of actually focusing on what I'm going <laughs> be doing. But we may just get up and go to the gym. I'll go to like the boxing gym. No, 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 no. That's a typical day. No, that's not my typical day. I said, okay, me. That's his typical day. (laughs) (laughs) We're usually just kind of sitting here in the apartment, chilling one way or another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if we need to go to the store, we'll go to the store and come right back. And then we're chilling again. Yeah. Um, It's mostly we are relaxing. For me, it's like, yeah, we plan. What are we doing tomorrow? Okay, we need to go to the store. We go to the store. We want to get some lunch. We'll get lunch while we're out. We're back home. Yeah. So we cook a lot of meals. Yeah, we cook at home. We spend, he watched YouTube. I'm on the balcony 
Yeah, we have a 75% huge of the day. And what does the view look like from the balcony? Amazing. Yeah, I wish I so, could show you. <laughs> so our building is actually on the ocean front. The unit that we live in is it's on in the back of the side. building. So we're okay. on a really like sharp peninsula. Mm-hmm. So you can actually see the other side of the ocean from wow. our from the back, plus the city view. Yeah. Oh, so we nice. have the city view, so city and, view the ocean. and the ocean. Yeah. And sometimes you get to see the mountains. Yeah. And it's like a great breeze that comes yeah. here. Yeah. So in the morning, you see the sunrise, you see the water. But at night, you have the city lights with a nice ocean view or yeah. just, that, just this black ocean out there. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. the lights just yeah. are beautiful at night. Yeah. That sounds like a beautiful view. Yeah. <laughs> what has been the easiest thing to adjust to in your new life? <laughs> Not working for me. <laughs> so with that, what's been the most difficult adjustment that you all have had to make? Language. Language. Yeah, learning Spanish compared to like English. If someone was learning English from another country mm-hmm. and then they come to any random place, in, let's say in Virginia, well, the quote unquote English that people are speaking may not be the English that person learned. And it's the same way here. The Spanish we're learning isn't necessarily the Spanish that people speak. Um, so we have to kind of be mindful of that and know that certain words in Ecuador in Spanish are different words in Mexico in Spanish. That's exactly right. Yes, absolutely. They're different dialects in Spanish right. for sure. So have you all been able to make friends, to connect with individuals, find opportunities to make community connections at all? Yes. Absolutely. Um, LaShawn actually started a, a page for African-Americans here in the Salinas area of uh, Ecuador. Well, it's actually for black and brown. Black and brown. So yeah. it's not just African-Americans. Sorry, people of color in this yeah. area. We've met lots of people. We've met so many people. Yes. So many really? great people. Yeah. yeah. Um, Americans, Canadians. Oh, Ecuadorians. Yeah. And it's just been wonderful. Yeah. You know, Ecuadorians are very welcoming mm-hmm. and... When they come to the beach, they bring the entire family. family. Yeah. So Grandma great. all the way down to like great grandkids. Yeah. That is so great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just seeing them come together when they're eating meals, they take they take care of their family. They're very family yeah. uh, oriented. Connected. Oriented. Mm-hmm. Connected mm-hmm. together. So they definitely look out for one another. Yeah. That is great. So have your kids been over with their families yet? No. no. Are they planning to come? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe has, one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, it was, you know, you have to look at this was our choice. So we don't want to force anyone. Right. To come, is it? Yeah. yeah. And, and then it's okay. depending on when, when you want to fly. It's not cheap. And yeah, especially for our daughter with the grandkids. So like, okay. yeah, we wouldn't want to put that on her. The yeah. burden on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So did you actually move to Ecuador in the midst of the pandemic? Towards towards, towards the the end. end. So it was March 31st, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So it was coming to the end vaccine. They had lifted restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So why are you documenting your journey? For our family. Yeah. And (laughs) you know, friends. Yeah. So they can see. And for those who are questioning themselves, about living abroad and we basically are trying to show them don't believe the hype all the stuff you see in the states take a exploratory trip or uh, go on a vacation yeah, go and then don't just go to the bahamas 
Yeah. Don't just go to the DR. Yeah. You know, it's so much out here. Do your research because you don't want to be somewhere you're not supposed to be. That's right. <laughs> you know? Get a passport first. Get a passport. Oh, yes. yes. Um, so many of our people do not want to get a passport. Yeah. It's important to get the passport. And now that you all have been in Ecuador, are you all still traveling to other countries as well while yeah. you're there? Yes. We went to Bali this past November for her birthday. We've got a, a very big trip coming up in a couple months. Can't wait. That is so wonderful. What has sharing your journey on social media been like for you two? It's been good. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's been positive. And I think it's because of the audience we have, they're yeah, more mature. There's a lot of positive feedback, a lot mm -hmm. of positive feedback. And people who say that, like, wow, you really inspired me to really look. I answer all the comments usually. Yeah. So <laughs> I see all that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, there's like a lot of people who are just kind of inspired. And doing the channel, actually, it keeps me busy. It's, it's actually been pretty fun on social media. After being in Ecuador for a year and knowing all that you all know, with this experience, what do you hope others will gain from being able to watch your journey evolve over time? Just speaking for me as a, like a black man, mm -hmm. I hope that more black men can see that it's not scary to leave where you're from and mm -hmm. in, in the United States, it's not scary to maybe take your family. You don't have to be kind of pigeonholed into the place that you've always been in and think that there's no opportunities somewhere else. You just have to come up with a plan. And for me, I hope that we inspire people to just come up with some kind of a plan. If your desire is to leave the States, like come up with a plan, come up with a solid plan, stick to it, save your money, mm -hmm. do the things that you need to do. That's my hope. LaShawn, what's your hope? For people to go with their instinct. If it's in you and you feel it, like I want to go, don't let someone talk you out of it. Don't let someone put their fears mm -hmm. on you and make you become fearful. If you want to just go for three or four days, go for three or four days. Let it be your decision, not someone else's fear. Has the move provided what you were looking for or hope to experience? Yes, so far, yes. I would say the only thing that we haven't done that we kind of plan to do, mm -hmm. which we still plan, is like to buy a property, mm. uh, maybe like a small plot of land. That way, you know, we have space for some chickens or whatever for plants <laughs> she loves she loves plants this balcony is full of them um, <laughs> and it's just knowing that we gave ourselves a few years anyway to be able to find a place to be permanent luckily we decided to do that rather than buying something immediately absolutely because that was by far the smarter choice yes <laughs> very smart so we've given ourselves another year or two to find the right place We've been here a year already, so giving ourselves more time, that's, that's something that we're definitely glad we did. For me, well, I think it surpassed some of the things. Okay. Because when it comes to, like, vegetables, oh, my God. What I'm, I can't even say, uh, explain. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to explain it. Because yeah. once you try it, it's, it took me back to my childhood. Did it when really? When you had oranges that had yeah. seeds in it. Mm -hmm. And it's not always sweet. You get some that are tart, bitter. Yeah. And if you, when you got a tomato and how rich the, and sweet it is. Yeah. We had a mango last night. Uh, we, had, we went to a friend's house who happens to have two different variety of mango trees on their property. Huge mangoes. And oh, like, oh yeah, take, take as many as you want. <laughs>
It was the best mangoes we've ever eaten in our life. It wasn't stringy. It was juicy, juicy, sweet, just natural. Like, oh my God, this is what a mango's supposed to (laughs) be. I'm going to eat some more when you finish it. Look, I never (laughs) knew, right? (laughs) This is amazing. The strawberries. I buy strawberries once a week. Yeah. Don't talk to me about strawberries. That's my I love oh, strawberries. Yeah. Oh you my would goodness. love them. And yeah. they're they're nice sizes yeah. too. And almost everything here you get like that many for like a dollar. Whoa. The cost of fruit here and what you pay in the States, you were like, oh my God, I should have left years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> almost everything is like one dollar per pound. Right. One dollar per yeah. So wow. I can get I can get four or five tomatoes for fifty cents. hmm I get twenty lines for a dollar. 20 or 30, yeah, it depends on where you get them yeah. from. Yeah. And oranges, wow. I've gotten 20. Oranges, you ain't give them 20 away, basically. <laughs> oranges for, I mean, and they're not small. They're not, not like the size of a tangerine. It's like yeah, a right nice size for a dollar. 20 wow. oranges for a dollar. Yeah. I can't get four oranges in the States <laughs> for a dollar. Oh, my goodness. Do you all feel like that Ecuador is your new home or this might be a stop on a journey to someplace else? Possibly. Yeah, we We still have places we want to visit. I mean, for now, yeah, this is home. This is base. Yeah. That's our base. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely, we still got to get to Africa. Yes. And there's a few countries we want to visit. But for right now, this is our base. We're going to operate everything from here. So what is your next great adventure? Okay. It's supposed to be a surprise. I'm sorry. It's supposed oh, to be a surprise. Okay. <laughs> you want to surprise? If you want to keep it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know that we're going to continue to travel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. a big trip coming up fairly soon. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, and we can talk about it offline. I, can tell <laughs> I, I won't tell anybody. I promise. I promise. <laughs> This Platinum Passport Guest Travelogue brought to you by The Platinum Group. What has been your favorite trip location so far? I still have to go with Dubai. Okay, wow. yeah, that's pretty good. I think I would have said would du- have I would have said Dubai <laughs> had we not visited Bali. Ooh. You like Bali. You love love Bali. Bali. Yeah. But Dubai was really cool. We we, we gotta go back to Dubai. That was good. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We spent longer, a much longer time in Bali. That's why. That's yeah, yeah, that could be. Yeah. Because that's one of the things. When you're working, Mm -hmm. you're very limited to the amount of time you can spend. Exactly. So I guess that's why it was better for you for Bali. Yeah. Because we spent almost two and a half weeks there, yeah. two weeks or something like that. Yeah. yeah, two and a half weeks. And in Dubai, I think we only six spent, days. it was like less. It was, six, it was seven days, but we lost a day going yeah. on. So it was six days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite traveling accessory? Uh, for me, headphones. it's just a good set of headphones. <laughs> she already yeah. knew. <laughs> yeah. Background noise and music is something I just, I. I got to have it all the time. She, she can tell you, I, I'll be doing something on a computer and listening to something else. I, I have to have multiple things going on. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have the neck pillow. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And a jacket. I cannot go in the airport without a jacket. I <laughs> promise you, I sweat it. Freeze you. Like, I get that. Okay, this is one of the multiple choice ones. Favorite traveling companion. 
and it can be more than one of these. Number one, my love, family, friend, me, or other. I don't think I get an option on how I answer this question. <laughs> This isn't much of a multiple choice. <laughs> it's however you fight. Come on now. You answer however no. you like. No, she, she is my favorite traveling companion because she's the only person I've really traveled with, so I, I have to go with her. Same here. Um, but I would say if I had my friend, oh, oh yeah, her, yeah, yeah, friend, one of yeah. my friends, oh, yeah. it would be an experience. It would definitely be an experience. Okay, your travel ID, and you can have more than one of these as well. Chill and relax, explorer, adventurer, culture craver, or foodie. Wow. It would be all the yeah, world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely like the foodie and explorer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And cultural. Yeah, yeah, and culture. Yeah. So it's all the above. We we love to explore, but we're not the most adventurous. So like no, no. we'll okay. we'll go to all the the places that are like the best sites sites and stuff. But then mm -hmm. we're not gonna like we're not gonna get on the bungee cord or, or anything. No, we're not doing that. Right. Right. We'll go to the place, but you we know, may not do the thing. We got over the uh, cliff. Yeah. No. I want to stand on the side right. of the cliff and be safe. Right. I don't want to be that one person. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be the exception to the rule. Right. I hear right. you. I got you. Okay. And the final guest travel log question is, what is your dream destination? I actually kind of have to New Zealand and Iceland for whatever reason. Wow. For whatever reason, I just want to go to those places. That would be great. Yeah. So mine was... Iceland and Greece. Okay, so first of all, thank you all so much uh, for get, being a guest <laughs> on the show. I have to ask, uh, Steve, what made you reach out to the Platinum Passport podcast? By chance, I usually keep up with Wavy and you know WBC. Every once in a while, I check it every once in a while online just to see what's going on back home. Uh -huh. And I happen to see your story. Really? I saw your story on WBEC. <laughs> yeah. And um, I said, wow, I had, you know, no idea that you had this podcast and you're talking about travel and stuff like that. I said, oh, I got to reach out. We could give each other some exposure, you know? Absolutely. That's what uh, caught my attention. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you. When your email came across my desk, I was like, this is so amazing because so many people dream of doing exactly what you all have done, being able to sell everything, quit their job and just go to another place just to escape. I really did want to speak with you all just to hear what your personal experience has been like. And I thank you very much for w being willing to share your story on the Platinum Passport podcast. I am looking forward to uh, staying in touch and finding out more about your journey. I don't know where y'all going <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> Our theme is Destination Life Inspired. And my hope is that people will hear your story and they too will be inspired to move forward and to take a giant leap. We have a very limited amount of time on earth. 
And so it's really cool to be able to take full advantage of the time that we have to do those things that we really want to do. So thank you, LaShawn, and thank you, Steve, so much for being on the Platinum Passport Podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Clinice. We really appreciate it. Your Platinum Passport has been stamped. I look forward to seeing you at our next destination. Destination.